Well, sporties, we're back for another episode of Who That Rises Up, Sports Talk with a Gay Twist. And if you, like me, uh, caught any football this weekend, whether it be NFL or college football, it basically just reinforced that none of us know what the fuck we're talking about. Mm -hmm. I don't know what the hell was going on with football this weekend. Like, I don't know. Football, football, I guess is the best way to... <laughs> I guess that's the best way. I don't know. I was just like, all right, so this is just happening. Cool. Everything that I thought was true may not be wrong. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Gives us plenty to talk about. So, I mean, that's cool. But yeah, if you haven't figured it out by now, I'm Kenny Ray. I'm here with my good sister, Glenn Reeves. And I'm excited to be back because there's a lot to talk about this week. Right. And after my good weekend in Vegas and, and even watching in Vegas, let me just tell you, and I forget that a Vegas has now had the Las Vegas Raiders and I passed by that glorious gay bar. I call it Allegiant Stadium, but it, it looks like a big ass gay club for whatever odd reason that it's, it, it sits really? out in the, it, <laughs> huh? it does. <laughs> okay. It, and it sits in the middle of the city. Like if you drive, like I can reach like from our hotel where we were y'all, I can look at it from the window. That's just how close it was. Um, okay. It's about 10 minutes away. Um, but it, I, those people love their Raiders. Like Sunday, the Raiders played the Giants, and of course they weren't home. But it, like New Orleans, and I'm sure like most places would an NFL team. Not Atlanta. <laughs> we'll talk about them in a fucking second. Uh, the city stops. Okay. The city completely stops when I tell you, and of course, betting is big across Vegas, sports betting, and it's now legal here in um, New Orleans, but in Louisiana, period. I'm sorry. But in like I, inside of Vegas where there's nothing but casinos and shit, watching the, the Raiders play and of course, all, all 400 other teams that were on, bitch, you can make a wrong move. Because all you could hear, all you heard was the, the, the jingling of the cashier. The bitch, all motherfuckers was cussing the TV off. Raiders, then the Raiders was fucking up and they was cussing and carrying on. And the okay. fumbles, I said, well, fuck, they worse than the Saints. <laughs> but also I realized that these folks were betting money. Mm. There it is. There it is. You know what? I, you know know I mean, I folks were standing there every play meant something. And of course it meant something as a sports fan, but y'all, when you put and cause I've never been, a, I, I can honestly say that I've never been around a betting environment to where there's folks literally staring at televisions, watching each and every play. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Or someone made two yards and the motherfucker go, fuck. I'm like, well, bitch, the game ain't over. No, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I guess that meant something to that person. And one person won $5,000 when the Raiders lost. And I'm like, well, how much did he bet? And he only bet $50. Oh, and sure. then I will be honest, my ignorant ass tried to go up there and think I knew the fuck I was doing. And I was like, nope, not doing it. Fuck around, whole $50 go down the drain and I'm upset. That ain't, uh, that, that ain't about to happen, Junior. But that's the Raiders are in every shop that you go in, in every casino, in every even yes, folks had on Raiders jerseys in every gift shop. I say, well, fuck. Between them and the Aces, you know, the hockey team, which I forgot they existed too, and the Knights and the women. I said, well, damn, y'all got it sewed up. So 
if anyone gets a chance to go to Vegas, be ready. Now, there, keep in mind, there were a lot of teams, people from different teams rooting in as you walk the strip and shit. But be it known that it is a prevalent state that on Sundays, if you're not a, a Raiders fan, don't be asking to go shit on TV, watch different shit on TV because <laughs> you won't. Well, yeah, I mean, I've been told that they even have, I mean, they have like a bunch of special just like flights that are dedicated for people flying over from L.A. and in the Bay Area just for the games, the, um, yeah. the um, Raiders games, to get to the and just bring it right back at, um, at the end of the evening. So, I mean, you know, I mean, they, they, there's been a lot of pressure and push to put a team there for a long time. And, and really now they're sports good. betting, bitch. Well, yeah, there's no real rhyme or reason why they shouldn't have a team. And I think that, and I think the Raiders, I'm glad that they waited because I think the Raiders in their culture and the mystique around that team fits Vegas very well. It does. It yeah. does very, very well. It does. So I was very impressed with that. Um, like I said, but football was every, every television was even the big ass projection screens. Like when you walk the strip, they're playing football, it, whether it be the Raiders and even like the billboards, they kind of break off into like the hotel billboards. They break off into like three or four televisions. So people can watch them on the strip and the bars. Bitch, I saw Taco Bell. I serve alcohol. I was not. I was not well. <laughs> I didn't well, know what to do a, exactly. That's a thing. I mean, I ain't gonna do it, but I, that's like a thing. I didn't need. I felt weird. Same place I get my tacos and nachos and supreme from. I'm gonna buy me a vodka. I just not. I mm, well, first I of all, it. I'm not. First of all, I'm not mixing alcohol like and Taco Bell at the same time. Bitch, that's that's a recipe for I need to be near the hotel. Bitch, I don't need to be walking down trying to be cute and hold it together. That ain't sexy. That's nasty. No, that don't that, that don't sound sexy at all. No, that's not. So I chose I chose against it. At least to say, um, I'm like uh, I'm gonna pass on that one. But anywho, I, but I saw it. I thought oh, that's real cute and kept moving. I didn't think nothing of it. Um, anyhow. <laughs> But yeah, watching football, even watching football on Saturday, because we moved around and we stopped and we ate and shit like that. It is clearly a football city that deserved, and I give it props, they deserved it. They deserved a football team in Vegas. Folks were betting their monies on anything and every fucking thing, bitch, I saw. I Like I said, so big ups to them while I was gone. But, but, ladies and gentlemen, the talk of the town this week. Mm-hmm. Come on. This weekend, this week, today, yesterday, probably will be going forward, probably for the end of the 2021 season. What 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 week would it have been or if we had a quiet moment from our reigning and always will be Queen of Shade? He will start our baby daddies of the week, and here's why. This motherfucker has lost his mind. <laughs> I mean, that he done jumped off the crazy bridge, <laughs> holding hands with all these <laughs> <laughs> Y'all have no idea how, as I've watched this story progress from, oh no, I'm vaccinated in August. Uh, wait, no, I'm sorry. Yeah, said, no, he didn't say vaccinated. He put, you know, you know, you know, our queen is very, very, uh, uh, <laughs> she, she knows she chooses her words wisely. And so, um, he said inoculated. I've been yeah, in. He was inoculated <laughs> back in August. Being for season, all right, so that took it, man. So now, this motherfucker, <laughs> y'all, y'all, I'm watching him talk. I'm watching that little interview he did to apologize. Oh, He's oh, like, oh, I know God. I'm a role model. And oh. I know, I, you know, I know people look up to me. The motherfucker stay quiet sometimes because some shit that flies might make me real goddamn nervous. 
Right. Stick to stick to like Aaron Rodgers, please. If you if there by any chance in hell you ever hear the sound of my voice, stick to shading your front office and your organization. <laughs> but just as far as this goes, just 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 be quiet. Just 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 don't. Because did you just see the eve that so this you know of course you know shit hit the fan once people realized that he was clearly misleading the public and the NFL and everybody with this whole I was inoculated thing. Right. But they had the nerve to go on the on the Pat McAfee show and just go into straight crazy conspiracy town and had the nerve. You know, did you did you did you hear him uh, compare himself to uh, Martin Luther King? Yes, that's what I'm saying. I need him <laughs> to stay quiet for me. <laughs> they gonna have his ass committed. He's gonna wonder where it all went wrong. Oh God! Then got the nerd to talk about ivermectin. I was like, oh no! I, and then you know my ignorant ass. I said, okay, well let me look that up and see what that do. I, no, stupid! They get at the animals. Yeah, no, that would. That's the thing that's that's the thing that's making it cir- circles around the conspiracy theory. You know, uh, the, the crowd, or for lack of a better term, is this uh, ivermectin? It's clearly a horse dewormer. I've seen my ex-boyfriend use this on his horse. <laughs> I know, like, I've seen this with my own tour. I just... I, y'all. And, like, and you know, and you know, and, and you know, this is a lot coming from us, because you know we stand for Aaron Rodgers as our queen of shade. But this, I mean, ugh, this is not a cute look. I, like, I, I was, I was sincerely disappointed. Like I like I like him being contrarian. I like him, you know, shading authority and whatnot, just because it makes gives us more interesting things to talk about. But this right here is you know, it's 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 it's, it's I can't defend the indefensible, is the best way I can explain it. And on top of that, it's like the blatant clear effort to mislead everybody that you're going to have to really speak to at some point. You're going to have to, like, it just be real. I'm not going to say atone because I don't, he doesn't strike me as an atoning type of person. <laughs> but no, he doesn't. You're going yeah. yeah, to have to answer some questions about it. But you, you, that's, just, that's just not going to go away. Um, and you, frankly, don't really have any many allies in the business at the moment. Um, because I don't think they appreciate your shade as we do. <laughs> so, mm, I don't know. They, look, I, a lot of motherfuckers ain't laughing. A lot well, of motherfuckers ain't laughing. No, but I will say, you know, the sports world is a sports world. And so all it would take is for him to come back and come come back. If he's able to play next week and get Seattle when the Packers go. I, I, think they're, I think they're going into Seattle, too, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, they're going into Seattle. Yeah, if he puts up a, if he puts up an MVP caliber performance and they and you know and they have a good showing to go Seattle, people will move on. You well, know, wait, that's... I'm gonna make y'all laugh. Uh, America and boys, gays, and all things in between. I I saved it in my phone for a specific reason. Mm-hmm. It says the people who told Kaepernick to shut up and play are real quiet about Aaron Rodgers suddenly becoming one of the top scientists in the world. <laughs> 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 I'm let that spit marinate real too quiet, real children. <laughs> I'm gonna read it again just so y'all understand. I'm gonna read it slowly too because I no, want y'all to catch it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, the mm-hmm, people who told Kaepernick to shut up and play are really quiet about Aaron Rodgers suddenly becoming one of the top scientists in the world. Mm. Huh? Mm. Mm. Boom. 
But child, well, I, wish, children. I, I know it's a podcast, but I wish all our listeners could see my face right now. <laughs> I kept that in my phone for a reason because myself self said, "Don't you screenshot that?" I said, "Okay." You know, I oh, listen yeah, sometimes. You need to put that on our Instagram. At the I show. am because here's what I. And I mean, we all know, we all know who Colin Kaepernick is, and we all as well know who our reigning queen of shade is. Mm-hmm. And something tells me that somebody was wrapped a little tighter than the other. <laughs> 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 I, hmm, I wonder what the difference is. Right. And, I'm, and, I, and then they, but here's the funny part about this, America. They keep playing an interview like it's going to change every day. No, it's the same one. It's a, he's sitting on his couch leaning halfway to the side. Look, he's a little drunk. And <laughs> his give a fuck level is on double negative. <laughs> double negative. <laughs> and he's like, well, I know I'm a road rider, so I know my words have power, blah, 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 blah. But it doesn't change the fact that I'm, I'm like, player, player, do me a favor. Them just stop talking. It's a lot easier if you just shut the fuck up. Just, just be quiet. Let this shit pass. Let somebody else throw it. Look, let somebody else go fight, turn over the field, throw interception. You stay quiet. Let somebody else take over the news. Not you. No. I mean, and all you had to do, and but see, here's the thing. The, all, the, the main issue that I have is that you know, I'm I'm over fighting over vaccine. I I just don't care. Right. Like, everybody's chosen their side, and they're not going to move off of it. Like because at this point, the science is in. We know the facts. So if you're just choosing not to, fine, whatever. I do not care. Um, my thing is just follow the rules that everybody else had to follow. If that's the case, like that's and and that's a lot coming from me. Like I right. said, I love, like I told my dad, and because we talked about me and my dad talked about this on before I got on a plane yesterday, we were laughing about it. You get paid hand over fist money. Like I get it, I get it. I fine, like you just said earlier. It should, but these white folks is paying you a whole lot of fucking money to throw this little rubber football <laughs> down the field, catch this fucking ball. If for whatever reason. You have decided in this life that you don't want, you get the vaccine, and for whatever reason, you are compromised by it, you don't like the way it do this, or whatever the fucking, you make more than enough money, children, to go and have it reversed, or however you see shall fit. But in order to do what you want to do is you should be able to play by the fucking rules, because guess what? If something happens on those fields where all now there's 12 on one side and 12 on another, 24 motherfuckers become infected and we back to square one and you be like, I don't know what the fuck happened. Okay, stupid. So in hindsight, I get what you're saying. If the science is what it is, but you are paid. You're not our everyday regular motherfucker. You're not. You play yeah. football. You are, like you said, you are, you, your words have power. You, people watch what you do. Apparently they watching by the droves. Because now you're doing stupid, you're doing stupid shit. <laughs> I mean, like, you just, you know, it's just, it, it, it's just one of those things where I, this, this was a completely avoidable situation. All he had to do was just, just, just not be Aaron Rodgers for ten minutes. Yeah, just, just do what you're supposed to do. Like it's fine. Like nobody, like 
I, like, it's just do what you're supposed to do. The rules have been clearly laid out for you. Also, also, <laughs> if you make the personal decision, because that's the thing that also that, that wears me out about these, like, anti-vaxxers is what, and whatnot, is that it's fine. I've given you the grace to do do what you do. I just, because I just choose not to care anymore. That being said, it's like you it's under this whole privacy of my body and my choice and my personal decision and whatnot. Uh-huh. Why the fuck can't you keep your damn mouth shut and keep it to yourself? That Why do you feel the need to talk to everybody about it if it's such a personal decision that you're choosing to make? I respect that. Just don't talk to me about it because I don't care. <laughs> I just don't. I don't want to hear your batshit crazy, like the explanations and whatnot. Aaron, you, Aaron Rodgers, you know, like I said, you still are my reigning queen of shade. But this bullshit about you being worried about be uh, uh, having children and becoming sterilized from the vaccine, we all know that there are more studies that show that actually getting infected by the COVID nineteen virus has led to several men having issues with. It. It was that he said that uh, children were a part of his future with his fiance or whatnot. He was afraid that the uh, the vaccine would could possibly cause him to be sterile when we uh, the studies and the science that has actually been done and, and studies or whatnot have shown there's a population of men that have had issues with erectile dysfunction after having the virus. So <laughs> you're not making any sense, sir. Like you're not. And that's fine. You're free to not make any sense, but just keep it to your goddamn self. I just don't care. Let's let me just enjoy football. You're supposed to be on the field, and you're that supposed was. to be, you're supposed to be shading your head coach and your general manager. I'm here for that. That's keep doing that. I like <laughs> when he talks shit. And then and then to top it all off, all of them are like, and then wait, let's wait for it. Then he goes and says, you know, they'll do good. And Matt LaFleur and them are like, yeah, we're ready. And they go get their ass handed to them by Green Bay. I like, I mean, Kansas City. I don't understand. So everybody seems to be on this this whole thing of everything is just fucking fine. Have y'all seen the Titanic? (laughs) Nothing seems to be fine in Green Bay. Nothing. To the tune of today, ladies and gentlemen, handed down by the great Roger Goodell. I'm lying. That was a sarcastic moment that I just had. I enjoyed it personally. <laughs> to the tune of $300,000. I would send that bill to Aaron Rodgers, along with his $14,650 fine that he got today. Bro, you owe us a check for $315,000 and we want our money. Okay. Now. <laughs> <laughs> go Rob, we want our coins because thanks to you all of this is your fault <laughs> because you lied to and but here's like i said there's your version my version of the truth so somebody in the green bay camp because now you didn't cause all this commotion even before the season started that you don't want to play you don't want to play in green bay now you want to do this now, all of a sudden, somebody in Green Bay knew your ass wasn't vaccinated, not inoculated, or whatever the fuck you're calling it these days. Everybody in the wrong. So, uh, I guess, I mean, mm-hmm. go forth and prosper, uh, ma'am. But I need you to get, look, I need you to get together, sis. <laughs> because, uh, <laughs> okay. Bitch, uh, bitch is not understanding. I mean, because you, you know we got your bag, but... We do. 
But you starting to go off the you starting to go off the deep end, bitch. And I'm not a good swimmer. I don't know fuck to check you, girl. Okay. Look, because once you once you just sit there and watch him drown. Right. Ooh, girl. All right, bitch. Let me know what happened. Okay. Call call okay. me. Let me know how it goes. Right. Uh, <laughs> love your hair. Hope it wins, bitch. You and that man bum. But I can't go down this shit with you. I ain't gonna be able to do this. Because <laughs> I try, like even watching today when they were talking about it, because every day on ESPN he is the topic of conversation. Like they spent a good fifteen to twenty minutes. Fuck sports. We can just go talk about him. <laughs> so, but when you with, I just go okay, girl. I there's something new, huh? You just don't stay quiet. You don't know how to do that no more, huh? Mm-hmm. You you must not have no girlfriend, Danica. You was dating Danica Patrick. I sure wish you kept your last quiet. No, he's engaged. To her? No, some other, like some uh, actress or whatnot. I don't know. So, uh, so again, so, right. That, I stand corrected. So, got him looking like fucking Lumberjack Bill over. No. <laughs> the fuck is happening? <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> moving right, I can't. But all we going to say here, Darren, sis, look, sis, do, can you do better for us? Because the Titanic is going down, bitch, and I'm not, I'm trying, I'm doing, we're doing our absolute best, but... Also, you know, I'm just going to put this out there. You know, I've been holding on to this one for a long time, and, you know, <laughs> but, you know, I've been, you know, I've been looking at, uh, at, at Aaron Rodgers around them eyes and whatnot, and that bitch is not aging well. <laughs> no, she's not. She's struggling. <laughs> And it don't help that he's doing this like grungy, like dirty looking thing with the man bun and all that. And it's like, you know, if you weren't, because honestly, if he wasn't our queen of shade, I'd be dragging him all the time. <laughs> Baby, she listen. She's having a rough life. Leave that woman alone. She's having a rough life. He ain't had no goddamn rough life. If anything, it's self-imposed. Like, it, but it would, you know, I don't know. It, but I know he's in therapy, so he'll get through it. There. Never mind. Let me leave that alone too. I'm not about to do this with you today. I'm not. Let's move on because we've gone out by heart. Yeah, like, I, but <laughs> so staying in this local division that we have, um, I'm just gonna chuckle about this because I have I have let folks I have let three folks have it. How about them Cowboys? Uh, baby. I mean, how about them? I mean, they shut me up. No, not this week. They didn't. They still won. No, they didn't. They didn't. They got they shellacked. Oh, you know you're right. They right. got right. shellacked by the <laughs> listen, 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 <laughs> listen, Linda. <laughs> Oh, yeah, they got dinked and dumped by the Broncos. That's right. I forgot about 38 that. to 16. Mm-hmm. 38 I mean, to 16. Well, okay, so this is the first stop on our on, on the theme of this show, which is like football happened this weekend because shit just didn't make sense. So I'm not willing to I'm not willing to uh to jump to any conclusions about this win. I'm still I'm still convinced. Okay, let me go back. I'm not a believer in Dak Prescott like most of the gas backery hot takers seem seem to be these days. 
However, I can't deny that I've seen a marked improvement in his game. I think he's just playing. I think he's still a little injured. And oh, yeah, definitely still injured. Yeah, I think he's still a little injured. And um, I also think, you know, we look at him, him coming back injured and the Broncos coming off the, uh, the a loss of the of one of their emotional leaders, Von Miller, leaving to go to L.A. And I kind of feel like they, they, I, I kind of feel like they approach this like a statement game. And so I think it was it was a a low key a low key trap game that people didn't really see coming. Um, so I can't say that I'm I'm particularly surprised, but it definitely was an upset. I can say I will say that at least you know if I if I I, I believe it was. Um, so yeah, I don't I, like I, I'm not going to read too far into it. I will I'm say that. not, but. The entire team looked off. Like, granted, I do think because Dak missed some. Normally, he's spot on with Amari Cooper and CeeDee Lamb. Usually, he's yeah. spot on with his throws. He was not, so which leads me to believe him coming back. He came because this was his first game back. Remember? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, he came back a little too early. I think so too. Opinion. I think so too. I think so too. And I, I know that was a big debate. Cooper Rush did a, I mean, Cooper Rush led them to victory in Minnesota. I mean, that was a big debate that you saw across uh, sports media this past week. And I, 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 I kind of agree. I don't think that he was ready to come back. And I know he wants to be back. He's that type of team guy. Um, but he certainly didn't look sharp and, uh, and crisp and efficient as we've come to see him be this year, which is, I think, lends itself a lot to the success they've had so far. Yeah. Um, I just, I Ezekiel looked like, well, never mind. Ezekiel always looked like he don't know what the fuck he doing. Never mind. His whole life is a pop quiz, and he ain't got nary answer right. Not, not a one. <laughs> not, not, a, not a one, and it, it upsets my soul. Uh, <laughs> it upsets my soul. Like it just one plus one is what, and then he never mind. Um, but I I hope that next week, huh? Yeah, I was about to say the same thing. Go ahead. I already know what you're about to say. <laughs> I hope mm, I mm-hmm. hope that next week they pull this shit together because I'm I'm teeter tottering because, like I said, they got. Teddy Bridgewater and, and I listen. I hope the Saints wish the Saints would have kept him because of the shit we had not. But okay, I digress. Um, but watching them boys run up and down the field like they was playing pitching, and Denver Broncos ain't no playoff team. We know they ain't. They got rid of their best centerpiece. He in L.A. You are you were the you were the perennial favorites with the Rams and the Bucks. But you and like like Dak said, we got beat. We scored two last minute touchdowns in the end. Okay, genius. What now? <laughs> All right. So one, I just think you have it out for the Cowboys. I don't. You know, I don't like them. I, I, I distinctly get the feeling that you just don't like Cowboy Nation. <laughs> I don't. I'm a bit ambivalent about it, but I think you got some feelings about because it. because <laughs> and and. They, they, I have co-workers that love the Cowboys, and soon as they've been winning games, we go into the Super Bowl. Shut the fuck up! Yeah, <laughs> no, like, I, I, I don't think they're, I don't think they're a Super Bowl team. But, I, I but that's what I, that's what I've been getting. Oh, they're going to the Super Bowl. Really? Where? Yeah. 
I mean, I right, so first of all, me. address, like, like, Teddy Bridgewater, first of all, would have never, well, it was never a good fit for the Saints system because he is a check down, like, average three to four yards a pass quarterback. That's what he does. Like, he, mm-hmm. you know, he's not, he's not going to push the ball down the field. He's not going to, you know, it's, so the reason why he gave the veneer or the appearance of running that offense when he was in New Orleans is because he just doesn't make a lot of mistakes, which, you know, that's fine. Whatever. Um, the Cowboys do play the Falcons next weekend. If they lay another egg against the Falcons, then I might be convinced, okay, there you might there there might be a problem because they're good. They're at Kansas City and the Chiefs the week after that. Um, but I do think that it I do think that they got back in their rhythm towards the end of that game, which is why they scored 16 points in fourth quarter against Denver. And, you know, what better team to come back and, you know, get your feet wet than the Falcons. And yeah. <laughs> um, so, listen, 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 we'll get to that in a minute, but yeah, that, that too. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, it, but it, yeah, it's fine. Yeah. It's, it, I, 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 I do think that, I do think that the cowboy uh, mania is a, it overblown, but not by much. I do think they're a very good team. All right, we'll, we'll go with that. <laughs> you know me. We'll go with that. You know me. Um, <laughs> still not a fan. Um, come on, man. Come on, man. Um, next up on my list, and I like I said, we talked about him for a minute. Um, talked about him last year a little bit because he was a rookie. Um, out of Oregon. Um, but let me just say that this, I really wish he was a saint. And I, that's just honest to God's truth. This boy is balling out on all levels. Um, and I'm talking about Los Angeles Chargers quarterback, Justin Herbert, who we all knew was going to be great. Um, but watching him play, if did you see some of the highlights from the Chargers Eagles game this past week? I did. I it did. was, it was, it was like, damn. Okay. I mean, they're giving they giving him all his weapons, and he is moving. Um, he's taking his licks. Now, don't get me wrong; he is taking his licks, but he's going to be one of those greats that I can say that you know, if given the right place, the, the Chargers will be back in the playoffs in no time. Hopefully, this year. Yeah, I mean, you know, they've got they've got a hard road a hard road to go to to make a showing the playoffs this year, but I mean. The step one in the NFL is getting your quarterback, and they clearly have. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you know, he's he's he's. This is a bit of a rebound because his last two games have been, frankly, pretty subpar. But I mean, at the end of the day, he's still a really young quarterback. So I mean, it's it, that's to be expected. Um, but his ceiling is. is I don't. I, I don't think we've, we've we've even come to really appreciate what his ceiling could be. Um, depending on how he commits, if he gets the right coaching staff around him, if they build a team around him that uh, that will support some of his strengths. I mean, he obviously throws a, a ridiculous deep ball. He's got a bazooka of an arm. Um, the, the, that, the future looks bright for the Chargers. Um, LA is, yeah, yeah, which is going to be interesting because I think the Rams aren't going anywhere time soon anyway. Um, I will say that, like, also, yes, I w- I got to give some love to uh, Jalen Hurts um, for the Eagles. Who also did good. 
Yeah, I mean, he's got he, he's got his flaws, but you just see these flashes of just really talented football play. He's not the fastest, but he's elusive. Biggest issue for him is that boy cannot throw a deep ball to save his life. Nope. He he's not very good at fitting in tight spaces or whatnot, but he's serviceable. He's good. Like, he's he, – he, there, there are just sometimes there's these moments where he just like he just gives you magic, the type of magic that I did not see at all from Jordan Love. So I can give him that. Um, yeah. <laughs> oh, I want to talk about that. I want to talk about that in a second, but I'll, 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 we'll get back to that. But, um, but yeah, no, Justin Herbert. I mean, I, I, I just, yeah, the, the, they, the, it's, it's looking real bright for the. <laughs> two and a half Chargers fans that are actually in L. <laughs> right, the t- you, you're so damn dumb. Because <laughs> uh, you know they don't, you know they don't support that team in L. A. No, because it's the Rams. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> well, it's, it's the Rams. It's, you gotta it's love. It's such a shame because because they're, they're such a redheaded stepchild of that city, which is so bad. Now imagine, like, and the, thing, the sad thing is, imagine had it just been a couple years earlier, earlier, and they got Justin Herbert while they were still in San Diego. Uh huh. That's what I was thinking. That's what I was thinking. And when they had uh, Keenan Allen and Ledet, we just like even if they'd have had like the Philip Rivers days, when right when they were getting ready to get. Um, uh, Ladanian was on his last leg, and they had uh Jared Dan Cook something. in there. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm with you when you're right. Yeah, <laughs> look, I'm with you when you're right. It just seems like, well, that didn't work out so well. Yeah. Um, but staying right on those legs, I I went delve back because he and he God must have provided. As we get into hits of the week and recap, we have our first fan question. It comes from our favorite person. He's been with us. This is his week two out of three. It's Sean and his L.A. Rams. Hmm. We remember Sean, and he said the perennial NFC favorites. Mm-hmm. Those perennial NFC favorites got their asses with by the Tennessee Titans on Sunday <laughs> Night Football. And I wanted Sean's question was, still <laughs> let's talk about my Rams because it was just a one-off situation. I agree, but, Sean, and the question was, what happened to his Rams? And he wanted our take on what happened to his Rams. Okay. Um, and I'll be oh. honest. The Tennessee Titans defense manhandled y'all in every way possible. They shut every corner of your offense completely down. There was no Cooper Cup. There was no... Um, they even kept your defense, your their Tennessee's offensive line even kept Aaron Donald and Von Miller, who played at bay. So they shut down every facet. Even Matthew Stafford had nowhere to go. And they kept in his face, too. Exactly. They stayed they were, they stayed in Matt Stafford's face the entire game. I think right. that was just a defensive. It was, it was uh well first, first, all right, let me let me take this from two different directions. First, I want to say it's time for us to start talking about Tennessee. Who the Saints play this week? Congrats. Yeah, that makes no, I think it's time for us to start talking about Tennessee and the job that Mike Vrabel is doing with that team. They are out. 
They're just more physical than most of their opponents. They're bullies. And even without Derrick Henry, they this brand of just smash mouth, punch you in the face football, I think that's, as, as you were alluding to, exactly what happened with the with the Rams. I mean, Aaron Donald and Von Miller were non-factors. And you don't you don't get to say that very often. Nope. <laughs> um, <laughs> like you, that, that's just not something that that's just kind of unheard of. Um, they they were able to continuously put pressure on Matt Stafford with only four four down linemen, which means that they didn't have to blitz and risk man to man very often. Um, so it's just a very this is a very solid defensive game and Ryan Tannehill did what Ryan Tannehill does just he's like excuse me it's like RuPaul just don't fuck it up and he just didn't. don't read that part <laughs> that part and I think that's I think that's what they did like they kept they was in his face they kept him in his pocket yeah, and they were still able to control, you know, possession and time possession because I mean Adrian Peterson, you know, he's got some he's still still got some gas left in the tank and he's crazy. So, you know, he <laughs> like he's he's obviously not Derrick Henry, but he's still very talented back in his own, right? Um mm-hmm. and I also think that there is an intangible aspect to this too that is not really appreciate it in the sense that this team has kind of rallied together with the loss of their leader and the heart and soul of the team with Derrick Henry going down. I think that they came in with a chip on their shoulder with something to prove. And that is something that you can't, that, that, that you can't discount. Um, and, and it has to be appreciated. And I also think that I, I honestly think that was a big factor in this game. I, I think this was one of those trap games where it probably didn't matter who the Titans came up against that app that uh, on Sunday, they were ready to beat the hell out of anybody that stepped in front of them, given the circumstances of losing their leader. That and, is and, true. And, and, you know, with him having a promising MVP caliber, MVP caliber type of year um, and just wanting to prove that there's still a team and a force to be reckoned with. And I think they walked in that stadium with something to prove and that's what happened. I will agree with you there. Mm-hmm. I, I will agree with you there. And but Sean, baby, I, I we this is we've given you a second question, but that's in my opinion, and of course Kenny's opinion. We both kind of figured the same thing. You guys just got boxed into a trap game, which by right Tennessee ain't no punk, but most people thought like even everybody thought that y'all would win on Sunday. When I watched, you know, the picks and everything, everybody thought y'all would win. But what happened was Tennessee devised a game plan, and that game plan worked out flawlessly. Mm-hmm. Between I mean, the turnovers think, and the pick sixes, yeah. Huh? And I was gonna say, I still think <clears throat> LA is still, the Rams are still one of my favorites in the NFC. Um, I think that they, I, I put like this: uh, next weekend they're in San Francisco against the Forty ers Watch, they're gonna beat the hell out of the Forty ers like. I, they're gonna walk. They're they're gonna beat the shit out of the 49ers. I mean, it's, especially with it being a divisional game. Um, yeah, I, I, they they're they're fine. They're like they they. Uh, I will say they definitely will have something to prove after that because they will be facing the Packers 
and I think that's Monday Night Football or is it Thursday Night Football after uh, on after I that. think it's Thursday night. I think it's I, I, I think it maybe yeah, I think it's Thursday night. No, I'm wrong. No, it's Sunday. It's just the afternoon game on Sunday. Um, wow. Yeah, but um, they got the Packers. They got the Packers coming up after that, and that's going to be a statement game. But I, I'm a believer in the uh, in the Rams. I've, I've said that from the beginning of the season. One of the things that I was looking out for was seeing what they, how good they could be with, you know, with uh, once they got rid of Jared Goff and a, a capable quarterback in that system. And I still think that I still think that they are a force to be reckoned with. I know a lot of people like to like to. I know there's a big debate whether the Cardinals are the best team in the league, but I think the Rams have a lot to say about that. So I'm interested to see how they bounce back. The Cardinals lately have been. I mean, they beat the 49ers, um, but they've been getting sloshed around too. Well, that's like, like that. they beat, but they did, they beat the 49ers without Kyler Murray's out. J.J. Watt is out for the season. J.J. White, excuse me, J.J. Watt, DeAndre Hopkins was out for that game. A.J. Green was out for that game. And they lost, um, what's the space, the other, the other, Chase Edmonds, their other wide receiver, in the first quarter of that game. And they still won. (laughs) That is true. That says a lot about just the organizational depth and integrity and leadership and coaching of that team. That's a very impressive win because all of their stars were out. Um, and I don't know what that says about Mike Shanahan. And, not Mike Shanahan, but um, um, I'm, I'm getting names mixed uh, up. The Arizona coach? Uh, Kyle no, no, Clint, no, 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 uh, no, 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 the 49ers. Oh, uh, K- Kyle Shanahan. Kyle, yeah. Yeah, I don't know what that says about him. That it, with, I don't know if it's a situation of him dropping the ball or – Either way, like we definitely see the Cardinals going in one direction, which is up, and the 49ers seem to be going the other direction, which is down. Because there is no reason why they should have lost that game. No, I agree. I um <laughs> um Jimmy Garoppolo. Trey Lance is out for a while. Um, Jimmy G still I listen, as much as I think Jimmy G is fine as fucking frog here. I do, I do, I do, I do, I do. That's because he is. He <laughs> is. I mean, he can still he can still come crown this on this cat, huh? Um, <laughs> don't judge me. Look, pray for me, don't talk about me. That's my slogan. Um, I'm thinking about judging for that one, because listen. Baby, he can he can come, he can lay your lay head, your head on, on my head. head. <laughs> <laughs> ah! Ooh, we going to hell. Um if you need me, call me. Call me. <laughs> Wherever you are, no matter how far. Um baby. So with that being said, um, Let's truck along in week nine really quickly. We're going to get, because okay. we are called Who That Rises Up. Oh, yeah. We got to talk about this. <laughs> so, listen, I'm not like, so believe it or not, I'm not about to sit here and talk shit because I've been seeing a lot on my social media of, you know, my lovely ATL faithful who are acting like the Falcons just went and won the Super Bowl and all this stuff. Blah, 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 blah. I'm like, y'all, come on. Like, let's not get carried away here. <laughs> it's it's the NFL. Um, 
you know, these weird things happen. It was a fourth quarter field goal game. Um, the Saints are still trying to figure out their quarterback situation, which for life, man, I still don't know why they weren't more active in, in the uh, free agent. Oh, I'm coming. Oh, you just wait. I'm going to let you finish. <laughs> I, I, I still understand. But, I mean, let's, let's, let's look at this realistically and let's realize that, like, the Saints score, what, 22 points in the fourth quarter, I believe? Was yes. it was 22 yeah. points. No. It was 22 points oh. in the fourth quarter, right? It was 22 unanswered. 22 unanswered points in the fourth quarter. So, like, don't trip. We were trying to lose that game, as we usually so, do. So, that's why I ain't got shit to say. <laughs> so, here's the part that, that makes me, that, that I, you know, um, that I had to laugh about and go with because as I'm watching this game in, in, in Vegas, in the hotel, well, in the lobby, in the little sports area, everybody's rallied around us because they have now watched Atlanta completely do what Atlanta do. Mm-hmm. In the fourth quarter, I mean, Atlanta was over there cheering, high-fiving, slapping asses. We won. Fuck it. And, we, and like I've said before, I, New, Falcons and Saints are no – we don't like each other. We understand that. Everyone, you could be 0 and 15. And when they play, bitch, we're going to rev up. Yeah. But when you saw them completely unravel in the fourth quarter and we were just going down the field and the defense was the Falcons defense. And then for whatever fucked up reason, <laughs> we decided, guess what? On the next two touchdowns, we're going to go for two point conversions. Which those are the same fucking two points that we just kicked the the regular points. We went in overtime, but we lost. So, but sidebar to that is, granted, our defense played like shit the first three quarters because there's no way in human hell that Matt Ryan looked like a pro ball quarterback against the second rated defense in the nation. <laughs> now, I don't know what was going on with your pass rush. If Me you, either. If you give Matt Ryan time, like he's 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 B minus. Like he's not inept. He's just he's not special either. And so I so that's the bigger question to me. Like I don't know what happened to your pass rush because that's yeah. I basically, you did the opposite of what you did to Tom Brady when Tom Brady came in there. Like he did, he was never comfortable the entire game. And they were in his face the entire game, which is, you know, the, how you beat Brady. And Matt Ryan is kind of the same similar immobile wannabe pocket passer quarterback, except for he's just less talented. Mm-hmm. I was looking at that game and I said, okay, children. So what are we going to do? And then we were up by two points. And they had like a minute and nine left to go or some shit. And the very first play, he threw the ball in the air, which, okay, we all knew that. Right. <laughs> we knew that was coming. That ain't no fucking secret. <laughs> Who was on that side? Our rookie. Why? Why? And it's, it, he got turned around. Great. That's awesome. That's not awesome. But I, what I don't understand is why was there only one man on that side of the field? 
Yawa Garden, Kyle Pitts, and the other dude. But not the I mm. so it sounds like a miscommunication or a coverage break. It was. So I, I and that's what I wasn't I was pissed, but I wasn't pissed. So that makes sense. Nope. Um because <laughs> it's the Saints and you know how I roll. Uh-huh. Um but <laughs> Look, it's the Saints, and you know how I roll. But that, that, I bet that I get. <laughs> um, it just, and let me just let me say this: it also took our offense a minute to get up and rolling. But on the sidebar of that, I'm gonna give some credit to where some credit is due because I cannot fault Trevor Simeon because let's be realistic, he did his job. Our receivers can't catch a fucking cold. Why do we have this big-ass tight end, Adam Trotman, who was heralded out of Dayton, and every time we throw the ball from you, you looking at it like, what the fuck is that? Well, I mean, I I can't... There's also... There's also... There's also the fact that, again, there is some quarterback issues. And, moreover, New Orleans doesn't have a, a... a threat to take the top off of defense, which is the reason why there was a lot of speculation or not speculation reporting on their efforts to try to sign Odell Beckham Jr. Because yeah. Okay. Like, yeah, you, you got a tight end. Okay. So maybe you can run like a, a seam or something of that nature, but you don't have anything that the saints don't have a deep threat that makes, that keeps the defense honest. And so you're going to see a lot of of man-to-man cover two in the box you know like too deep uh, you're not going to really, you're not going to see a lot of like you know one high safety looks um mm-hmm. so and i think that in and so that you know that's that that may end up being a problem because you know your leading receiver can't be alvin Kamara, even though, like he's amazing. that part and everybody knows that He's amazing, but that's just not that's just not going to be sustainable. Like everybody knows that. That's the part that pisses me off. Everyone knows that. And I'm like, y'all know Michael Thomas is done. We get it. Bye, bruh. It's been nice knowing you. Great. That works out. Yeah. But Elvin Kamara can't be it. Marcus Callaway flashes a brilliance, but we need somebody else. Mm-hmm. And I get it. You believe in the guys you got. That is great. I mm, perfect. I don't. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> okay. I don't. Because <laughs> I don't understand it. Why <laughs> in God's good green earth do we not have like over the course of the next few days? I pray that they go out and do what's right. And when I say that, they go out and get. Make a run at Odell. See what he says. The worst he can fucking say is no. We are in his top three. But he ain't got no fucking body to throw him to him. You get what I'm saying? Right. I mean, like, you know, it's still, uh, yeah. Yeah. I I don't know if that helps you this year. But, I mean, I don't think that the Saints are particularly contenders this year. So, it's just is what it is. No, we're, we go in right now at a... Um, six seed at at best. That's what we are. Ten and seven. That's what they're suspecting. We were finished the rest of this year. Um. So I look, look. Mm, 
that's all I'm I I don't I can't I shan't I'm trying <laughs> look I'm trying bitch <laughs> okay <laughs> <laughs> I shan't. <laughs> I shan't. Um, because it's it's one of those things where Trevor Simeon didn't do a bad job. He threw on point pass. Kenny Stills is not the answer either. Kenny Stills still ain't got even fucking got it. Let's be realistic. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? So it yeah. ain't like we got shit running and shit going. That's where I'm. That's what I was trying to get to. It's there's not much we can go off of, and it's it's. It's hard because our defense is – I don't know what the fuck was wrong with them the other day, but our defense is number two in the nation. Like, we we know how to run shit. Not yesterday – not Sunday, though. Yeah. Look, not Sunday, though. So, I mean, go forth and prosper. Um, moving right along. Yeah. Um, I mean, on yeah. that, yeah. On that yeah, list I'm, of I'm, things I'm to do. You, I'm just going to let you work through it, girl. Um <laughs> Let's go with um, quite the shocker, but it was a hell of a defensive battle this week is the Jags and the Bills. Um, I don't know about I don't I don't know about defensive battles or not. What the fuck is going on with the Bills? What the I, okay? That there was an offense. Wasn't about to play. Look, there were no offenses. That was the definition of a one-off. Because let me tell you, I like if any, a lot of people lost some money on that game. <laughs> I agree. Look, because uh, I'm just like you know. All right, I'm so, agree with you there. All right, so let me. Uh, so Josh Allen, we both know that like he went, he's gone through this renaissance before, uh, before becoming this you know, possibly top ten, top five quarterback in the league. But before right. he was very much known for being reckless and erratic and having having subpar. Uh, judgment um with 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 football and i don't know why what it was about jacksonville that brought that back out of him this this particular weekend but i was like okay this is bizarre <laughs> weird look weird <laughs> i was like oh okay all right so didn't see this one coming but cool he looked it looked it looked i was like who the fuck is is this buffalo <laughs> no, it's not. I'm confused. Oh, I was what yeah, nobody scored, no touchdown. I feel like they saw the touch the end zone and we were like, no, we don't want to go in there. <laughs> we no, we all right. Yeah, nobody goal. It seems like a great thing to do. Nobody did. I'm glad I didn't watch it because it sounds like a boring ass game. It was boring as shit. <laughs> I think I watched after I saw it, even I mean Jacksonville, we expect not to get in the end zone. But it, it just was <laughs> I expect them not to get in the end zone. Um it just was nothing to be desired in that game. Um so with that being said, Buffalo pick it up, clean your face off, don't let that shit deter you. Y'all didn't seem deterred, but still. It was Jacksonville. They're, they're, they're in the AFC. It's not as strong as a conference as the NFC. I mean, they. I will say they probably need to look out for the Ravens because I think it's time for us. Um, 
I think that he has, I think it's time for us to let go of that. Oh, he can't win from behind rhetoric that is like plagued him for the last couple of years. Oh yeah. I, I, I think it's time for us to take a real look at them. Also, like I'm not sleeping on Tennessee Titans anymore. Um, oh no! I mean, Ron Tell like Ron Tell Tannehill is doing this shit. Whatever it is, he's doing it right. So you know, I just you know, even though even though I I still think as a whole, it's not really comparable. I mean, I think that the AFC is just not as strong as the NFC. Uh, however, the Bills were trying to establish themselves as a clear favorite, and I just can't say that they are at this point. As I think the Ravens will definitely have a lot to say about that. Um, I think Kansas City is broken. I think they're a mediocre team at this point. So as crazy as this would have sound sounded at the beginning of the season, I wasn't even considering them in the conversation about contenders in the AFC, which is absolutely insane. Well, you know, I mm, well, my contenders, you see the Browns, I never maybe the Browns oh. might do it. I'm Child just joking. Boom. No, I'm sorry. Yeah, that's just fuck with you. Gone. 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 I'm not even going to entertain that bullshit. Like, okay, they had a cute game. Uh-uh. <laughs> Your girl was sleeping. My baby was sleeping. Uh, but, yeah, the Baltimore Ravens, definitely. Um, Y'all saw Big Fat Ben, huh? Tamara, I'm sorry. Y'all saw Big Fat Ben do his thing, I guess. Y'all still holding on to a wing in the prep. I'm going to give y'all that. <laughs> Look, I'm gonna give y'all that. Praise the Lord. I um, mean, he can fall. He just fall forward and get four yards. <laughs> that part. <laughs> that part. Oh shit. Um, oh Lord. But, um, so yeah, in that division, like I said, it's gonna come down to a good race. Um, so the last few weeks of the season will um definitely go from there. Um, but. What I want to get to, and we we privy to it earlier. Um, no, 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 no. Okay. Um, real quick before we move forward, um, I want to talk about Jordan Love. Oh, and the Green Bay Packers. <laughs> uh, first of all, I'm gonna take a deep breath, a good cleansing. Move my drink to the side. And I'm going to say it as the same way I sent it in the notes, sis. Molly, y'all in danger, girl. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> I, if this is uh, Crazy Aaron's last go-round of the mulberry bush. Baby. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go look. I ain't gonna front, bitch. I'm going with I'm going with crazy Aaron on this bitch. I'm gonna chuckle all the way on out of here. Cause uh I watched that game and I mm, I I don't see it. You know, I I I he was wildly underwhelming. And after having- Like I get it, the Chiefs are the Super Bowl champions and he bright eyed, bushy tails and starry eyed. I uh-huh. No, I got no, no, I'm not even giving that to him because the Chiefs' defense is historically awful. Yeah, I mean they <laughs> crashed, but <laughs> like, again, their offense. I mean, excuse me, their defense is historically awful. And but even then, like I didn't see. So here, 
to comparison shop, for example, like I saw no wow, no pop, the, the, you know, the Matt LaFleur and their offensive scheme clearly don't trust Jordan Love because it was like basic, the basics of an offensive scheme, like Pop Warner style, one double A college football, fucking West Georgia, East Bumafuck Tech State mm-hmm. University type of offense. That's what we saw, <laughs> which tells me that the coaching staff doesn't trust him. Now, you look at the contrast between that and Chicago with, um, not Trey Lance, what's the name? Um, Jordan Love. Jordan, no, Trey in uh, Chicago. Oh, Jordan Fields. Yes, Justin Fields. Justin Fields. Justin, saw, not Jordan, yeah. Justin Fields, yes. You so saw the contrast between how Justin Fields and, and Matt Nagy and the Bears handled him in their game. They opened the office for him. Mm-hmm. Like you saw flashes of wow, he still made rookie mistakes, but you saw it. Like the eye and test was there. He's gotten better, it seems. Even exactly. in the loss yesterday he's Sunday. Improved. Yes, he's improved and fast. You see it. With Jordan Love, I saw nothing. <laughs> I was like, he is the definition of mediocre. Like <laughs> he's 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 Andy Dalton. <laughs> he is like he that that's he's 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 Case Keenum. Like he's that guy. This is not the answer. One hundred ninety yards, one touchdown, one interception after eighteen months of just sitting there and getting to learn from one of the best to ever play the game. Not going to cut it. I they they have a problem because they have to either like they have to either hope that our queen of shade stays with them. And that's real questionable right now or roll the dice. And are they going to like, they're going to put their trust in Jordan love. And it does not look like they're ready to do that. Or he's the type of he's, he's of the caliber quarterback that they should. I don't know. Like it's, it's not a good position to be in. The best thing they can do is just placate and pay homage to our queen of shade and make her happy and hope that bitch stays. No, see, like like she said, this is it. Mm-hmm. This is it. Look, and everybody, remember I told y'all this. Remember, I think I said it last week that they were saying, well, he should just get somewhere and sit down and just stay and do what he needs to do. No, I think he, um, I think uh, a little crazy said, fuck y'all, and he's done. I mean, that's true, and I will say, like, you know, they better be looking over his shoulder uh, uh don't sleep on, don't sleep on uh, Pittsburgh. Looking over their shoulder at, at, at Aaron Rodgers, that seems real attractive. Um, who else? Uh, honestly, if we weren't, weren't stuck on the Falcons, <laughs> but no, I think, I think, I think Pittsburgh looks real attractive. They've got, they've got a good defense. They probably could use some more weapons on offense, but the team is at least run well and they can win soon, if not immediately. Oh, yeah. I, mm-hmm. I, I don't see a lot of other options of teams that are 
that are are as currently constituted that need a quarterback that are ready to pull the trigger on it that would be attractive to Aaron Rodgers right now. I'm thinking. I can't really think of any others. No, I, think, I mean I the Saints would be good. one, but you know Sean Payton ain't gonna tolerate that crazy shit. Well, no, I, don't no. think, I don't think he would need to. I, I honestly, I really don't. Um, but yeah, I guess I mean, I, I, yeah, the Saints are interesting. Extra choice, but they've got them. You know, I, yeah, actually, you know, I think about that. I don't know. I, I think he want more offensive weapons, um, but that's pretty easy to fix. I mean, because there's all there's a there's a there's a I mean, a, a, a plethora of of skill players at wide receiver these days because that's where the money is. And so I mean that's that's actually not a not a bad suggestion. Um so I don't know. Uh, or they can like do what they gotta do to keep him happy. I don't know if it's if that's possible. <laughs> I, I'm telling y'all the man wants look that man wants to go away. <laughs> he, he, Green Bay, he's had his fun. He's even gotten a Super Bowl ring out of the deal. That man is tired of, look, that man's tired of y'all shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, fair enough. So, I mean, give him credit to where credit is due. Wish him well and go, look, go move on, Martha, move on. Move um, on, Martha. Move on, honey. That man is tired of y'all shit. Um, well, moving right along because we know as of just a few moments ago, the new CFP rankings have come out. Uh huh. And Alabama's in it after after. Like I said, now before we go there, really quickly, let's just get the that red crimson elephant to go move on out the fucking room. Congrats to the Alabama Crimson Tide for beating my LSU Tigers. But, ladies and gentlemen, uh-huh. not by the large margin everyone thought. It now wasn't listen. ass whipping you thought. Now listen. I ah, can't. Nah. Ah. No, 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 honestly, like, I'm, gonna, I'm going to give a lot of credit to LSU because they came in and they played their hearts out. They really did. Like it was a very good game. Um, and I can't, I can't take away, I can't take that away from them. like LSU came in there, like, and they played hard. Um, they couldn't, they just couldn't get their offense. They couldn't really get their offense started. I mean, give it up to Ed Ogeron for calling that fake, uh, the fake punt. Um, yeah. in the first quarter, because had they not done that, then I think it could have gone in a much different direction. But he came in there knowing that he had to take risk, um, and, you know, to come into Tuscaloosa to, uh, you know, to, to play that game. Um, so, yeah, great game. Um, I, I really, I really will. I give it up to LSU for playing like really hard, uh, entertaining. It was fun. Um, at the end of the day, I will say that that I think Alabama was it was I didn't feel Alabama got exposed by Texas AM. I feel they got exposed a little bit by this game. And I'm just not quite so sure that I look at how Georgia seems to be getting better, and I feel like Alabama just keeps it's not going in the right direction. 
because their offense started off so dynamic and so potent. And I, uh, I feel like we've gone against two because Florida, they struggled. And then they struggled against LSU. And, of course, they, they had the loss against Texas A&M. I think Ole Miss was just a game that was so incredibly hyped up that there was just no way they were going to let Lane Kiffin beat them. Um, that I, I just – one, I think they need to be concerned about Auburn, make sure they don't get trapped at that because they have to go into Auburn to play them. And, two, I – don't know how this Georgia game is going to work out because Georgia's offense, which was supposed to be their problem, appears to be improving week by week. Mm-hmm. I, and I think it, did you see something on ESPN today that said if if they've opened up themselves and if they lose another game, they won't because they made it in the top four this week. Alabama has made it in the top four this week. But do you think that if they keep opening themselves up, they may not make it? Um, I'll put it like this. If Alabama were to beat Georgia, if they both go to the SEC championship, then I think there would be two SEC teams in the college football playoff. If okay. Alabama loses – I don't know. I don't quite think they will make the cut. I don't think they will. I think that there is an Oregon, an Ohio State, an Oklahoma, a Notre Dame that are waiting in the wings. And I just don't think that is, I don't think that they can justify putting in a two loss Alabama. If, uh, yeah, I don't think they can justify putting in a two loss Alabama. I'll just leave it at that. So, um, that's the way I see it. Obviously, if they lose to Auburn, then, yeah, they're just out. Um, but I don't think that they will put Alabama and Georgia in if Alabama loses to Georgia. But I think they will put them both in if Georgia loses to Alabama. Mm. I, I, I think Oregon is going to get a free pass because the Pac-12 oh, yeah. is just the Pac-12 is just is just like frankly not very good this year, and I mean their last test is against Utah. Um, so I mean I just I don't I don't see them losing any more games, and they're already at number three. So I think they're going to get in. Ohio State controls their own destiny. They just have to beat Michigan. Have to beat Michigan State. For some reason, Purdue just has a knack for knocking off. Like you know, they do, and they seem to do it every year. <laughs> Right, so they got Purdue. That like Ohio State has Purdue this weekend, and for some reason, Purdue just has a not a knack for like ruining other people's seasons, which is kind of trash if you think about it. But I mean, that's what they do. But um, yeah, they've got a tough three game three games ahead of them. They go from Purdue to Michigan State to Michigan. They make it through this unbeaten, and obviously, that like, they're in, and I think they would deserve it uh, with that kind of resume. So I mean, it's setting up basically to for. Ohio State, Oregon control their own destiny. I think Oregon's a shoe-in at this point since they're at number three. Um, Alabama and Georgia pretty much can like, – That's I think Georgia's just going to be in. I think they've done enough to show that they are the best team in the country this year. Even if they were to lose to Alabama, I still think – I don't think Alabama would beat them twice, if I'm being honest with you. Um, I honestly think it's just Georgia's to lose. Um so it just it, it will be interesting 
what would happen if Alabama were to lose to Georgia in the SEC championship? Would that bump Cincinnati up into the playoffs? Or uh. yeah, that's I mean that's because uh, that, I mean that's an interesting. Uh, if if Ohio State wins out, Oregon wins out, Alabama loses, I think they drop. With Cincinnati sitting at five, do they jump up into it, or do they allow Oklahoma to leapfrog over? Because that's assuming the only way this would work out is Ohio State would have to beat Michigan and Michigan State. So, would a undefeated Oklahoma leapfrog Cincinnati? Would they put that them in over Cincinnati? It's it's, it's going to be some drama. Well, the top two are Georgia and Alabama. Number three is Oregon. Number four is Ohio State. And here comes a question from Andre. Andre from the Ohio State uh, says that, do you think the good old boys, which you know that works on my nerves, but well, they just seem to seem to make, whether it's a two-game season or a 12-game season, they seem to make it in. Um, do you think they will somehow round out and make it into the top four and continue? They're in it now, but do you think they would finish somewhere in the top four? Uh, is, is he asking specifically about uh, Ohio State? Yes. Um, Ohio State. Ohio State seems to have hit their stride at the right time. They have. It appears that they've ironed out a lot of kinks that we saw um, in that loss to Oregon at the beginning of the season. They have the talent for sure that we know because they recruit at an elite level. Um, And so to be honest with you, um, I don't think I think they're going to win out and I think that they're going to I think they will get in. I think they will um, be Michigan again too. Yeah, and I don't think it's a situation of them being good old boys. I just think that they are they have more talent, they have more speed, right? And they're not making the same mistakes that they were um at the beginning of the season when they struggled against Minnesota and lost to Oregon. Um their defense has drastically improved. Um and yeah, so I mean I don't like, you know, Purdue's coming off this very emotional win from this past weekend um, against Michigan State. And I, I, I believe that there will probably be hang, hangover over that, but Ohio State has to go into Purdue for that game. But I just I just think that, the, yeah, I, I think Ohio State, I don't think any of these teams are going to beat them. I, I, Jim Harbaugh has never beaten them. I've seen no, I've been given no reason to believe that they will this year. Um, so I feel like as long as they show up to play, which is an if, because um, Ryan Day, for some reason, that, that for some reason that seems to happen that sometimes under him. But if they show up to play with their A game, I think that they do win out. Um, I think that the, if, if anybody is going to beat them, I think it will be Michigan would be their biggest test left on the schedule because it's in the big house in Ann Arbor. Um, but I think they're going to get in. I think I think they're I think they're a really good team. Hmm. Okay. I I will say that 
you know, Ohio State seems to have a great team. Um, I haven't watched much of them this year. I mean, only when it comes to folks screaming the good old boys do I pay attention. Um, <laughs> which, you know, that works on my nerves too. Um, but I think that – I think it will – Oregon is going to get the, the high five, clap it in. Congratulations, you've made it. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, I do think Alabama and Georgia will make it in there. They're on a collision course. Um, if for some – who does Alabama have left? Uh, they have – we have – I think Auburn's the biggest test we have left. That's I've, that's the last game of the season. And then – Right. Um, I think that's – I think that's the only ranked team that is left for them to play – but I'll tell you right now. Um, What's well, Arkansas too? Um, LSU takes on Arkansas this week. I know that. Okay, yeah, we have Arkansas the the following week after that. Um, it's New Mexico State this this weekend, so it's a giveaway. Um, right. But yeah, it's Arkansas. Um, but they Arkansas has to come to Tuscaloosa, and then we're at Auburn. Huh. Okay. Yeah. So here's the thing. Here's the thing. If I'm if I'm being honest with you, there is a very I think that I will take off my fan hat for a hot second. If I'm being honest, I think Georgia is hands down the best team in the country. I don't think that it's even close. Um and so that being said, I don't expect Alabama to win even if they run the table for these last three games and go to the SEC championship. I think Georgia will beat them. And I think if they do, Alabama will be out. So what I'm more interested in is who comes in after that. I think Oregon just got a rubber stamp into it because if they, I'll put it like this, if Oregon loses to the teams up on their schedule, then they just really don't deserve to be in. And that's one now. Which is a possibility, I suppose, because their only losses to Stanford and not a very good Stanford team. Um. So yeah, so I like so I think that the drama for me is what happens with Cincinnati with a looming Oklahoma sitting behind them, an undefeated Oklahoma sitting behind them. Hmm. That, hmm, that 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 poses a look. That poses a good question, and well, I mean, <laughs> I mean, no, I'm, I'm telling you, it's about to be some drama because it, like, it's the undefeated Oklahoma, and they'll have a conference championship from a Power Five, a Power Five conference. They've got Baylor left on their schedule, who is who is uh, you know still, you know, they are a ranked opponent. And at, at number thirteen, um, and the, and are still and you know like I said and they'll have a conference championship under their belt as well. So I don't know. I I think that there's I think that there's potential for some for some really pissed off Cincinnati fans. I just like that, like because I I don't if Oklahoma finishes, you know, but they've got of course they still got the. Uh, I don't know what they call it. The their their, their rivalry with Oklahoma State. I forget. There's a there's a there's a cute name for it. 
um, the mayhem or Bethlehem or something. Or... Oh, the uh, the oh, it's the Bet. It's something at Bethlehem. Um, yeah, something, something Bethlehem or something like something that. Something at Bethlehem. I know what you're talking about, though. Either way, they still got that game. So you know, there. I mean, there there are there's still you know they're not out of the woods because I, I think Baylor and Oklahoma State will be tough games for them. But if they win those tough games and they're still sitting there, un- if they're still sitting there undefeated, I think that they will. I think the committee will leapfrog them over Cincinnati because the only other teams in front of them is Michigan and Michigan State. And the only reason, the only way for them to stay there is they have to beat Ohio State. And I don't think it's going to happen. Yeah, I don't think, I don't, I don't, look, I don't see that happening. Let, let, let's, let me make sure it's there. I don't see that happening. All right, so write this down. Okay. I'm making a bold. I'm gonna do some hot takeaway here. <laughs> you want hot takeaway? Hey, yes, hot. Ta- I'm giving you some hot takeaway. Okay. The 2021 college football playoff, I believe, will be. Oh shit. Georgia at number one. Okay. Oregon at number two. I believe Ohio Oregon. State would get, I believe Ohio State would get number three, and Oklahoma would get in number four. Huh. Okay. That's what I think is going to happen. Okay. Now, this weekend has already proven that none of us know shit about football. I wrote it down. (laughs) Now, you might be on that bullshit, but I wrote it down for you. (laughs) As your sister, I wrote it down for you. Right. That's as far as I'm going to go. Okay. Now, when this week is over, there's right. no bullshit going on. Listen, listen, as a lawyer, let me go ahead and put my disclaimer out there. Listen, I am not you an See expert. what I'm saying? I'm, Yo, I'm, just a, I'm just a queer that loves sports, so just, you know, take it accordingly. <laughs> true that. Look, true that. I understand. <laughs> yeah, I, I, mine differs a little from yours. I'm going to go Georgia, Alabama. <laughs> I'm going to go Georgia at number one, Ohio State at number two. Okay. Alabama number three, Oregon number four. So let me ask you this. So you think that even if Alabama loses to Georgia in the SEC championship, they'll still get in? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um. I mean, over the course of the last few games, they haven't been looking like the Alabama of late. But, um, huh? They have not. I I've watched them, and I I will say, because like I said, you I'm not gonna sit here and placate. Like last week, bitch, I was waiting for a drubbing. Listen, I was <laughs> waiting for 56, 48. We all everybody in, and I watched the game in Vegas. Like and everybody's like, "Damn, y'all hanging in there. One one more good play, y'all might actually pull this off." Mm-hmm. And that could have been very well and true, though. It was. It wasn't like, "Oh, bitch, we playing pitch and catch on LSU." No, LSU held their own for a very good long time. So that's why I say they're still they they gonna pull it together because not Nick Nick Saban gonna have a whole new football team next year, or. 
they just not, and it's just going to be a, a, a exit out of the CFP very early. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Now, I will say that if they get to the SEC, which they will get to the SEC championship game and Georgia beats that ass, that becomes a problem. You get what I'm saying? Well, I don't, I don't know if it'll be, I don't, I don't see it being an ass whooping per se, because while Georgia's offense has improved, they're not dynamic and they're not explosive. Um, I just think that, I mean, (laughs) Georgia has potentially five plus first round draft picks on their defense. And that's being conservative. It's probably somewhere closer to eight or nine. They, they're just a very, they're just a super talented, you know, unit on defense. And all they need is for their offense not to fuck it up. And this Stetson Bennett, little short boy, has been improving by leaps and bounds very quickly. Um, so I'll, I will say that, like, you know, this, uh, the Alabama offense is just, it's not as sharp, it's not as explosive, and it's not as, as efficient as we were used to seeing last year. Um, and I think that that's going to be a problem. And on top of that, I just see mental lapses on defense as well that are very atypical of a, a Nick Saban coach team. And I don't know if that's just because they're young. Um, and, you know, Alabama loses a lot of players to the draft every year. Um, but it's just it's just mental it's just mental lapses that are very uncommon for what you come to expect mm-hmm. that, I, that there's not going to be able to get away with against Georgia. Um, so I think they're well, they're going to go into that game. Georgia's going to be favorites. I don't know about how many. But I don't think it'll be a lot, but I think Georgia's going to be favored in that game, and you know Alabama's going to have to play the best game of their season to win. And I just don't know that they will. And I disagree with you. I don't think they're going to get they're not. They're, I don't think they will be in the top four if they lose to Georgia in that, in that game. Mm. I don't. I really don't. I don't think the committee is going to put them in a uh, two-loss Alabama in over. So, and so it Sidebar for us. I I think that with the way that they've, because remember they started off on such a high bitch. They was running laps around teams. Mm-hmm. What do you think has happened? Um, I think that they started off against inferior uh, opponents. Okay, and, and I think that. One thing Alabama always has is athletes, and so when it when it got to Florida, a team that can recruit on the same level as they do and does have athletes, we saw a precipitous fall back to earth very quickly. Because um, we look at all right, so Miami doesn't recruit on the same level, and you know we, the, the, they they're looking a lot better these days, but they did not start off that well. Um, and they have Mercer, which is, you know, okay, whatever. Florida, which they came very close to losing. Um, University of Southern Mississippi, of course, they can out-talent them at any day. Then there was Ole Miss, which was hyped up for weeks as, oh, trap game, they could lose this game, blah, blah, blah. Like, that game was so emotional 
for them because of the drama with Lane Kiffin and what happened last year and et cetera, that it wasn't a, that that game didn't surprise me. And it also didn't surprise me that they didn't show up ready to play Texas A&M the week later when they lost because they did come off this emotional high and all they put into that game. They looked past Texas A&M and that's what happened. Now, the game at Mississippi State where he won 499, that's a bit of an outlier because that was the most complete and well-rounded game I saw them play all season. Mm-hmm. If, that, if that team shows up, then we've got something to say. Problem is, that team's only showing up once a season. (laughs) (laughs) They only appeared love. (laughs) So, we'll see. Look, they've only shown up one good time? Right. Yeah, I don't, look, I'm with you when you're right. They look, they only cross paths one good time. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, that's what I, and I, I mean, Part of me, and ladies and gentlemen, boys and gays, we're talking to a woman who loves Alabama to no end. Like, mm-hmm. we, just as much as I love LSU. So that's why I posed the question, as ESPN did earlier, as if, okay, so if, because they're thinking with two losses, you know, in an SEC championship loss, perhaps, that Alabama does not make it in the top four. I don't think uh, they do. Mm-hmm. Huh? I said, I don't think they do. Yeah. I was going on, you know, it's Alabama. We know they're going to pick it up when it's time to pick it up. But I, I'm the powers that be and listening to even just ESPN, they're thinking that it's, if they don't pick it up now, it may be too late. And they're looking at the LSU game and also the game before where it's just, okay, LSU is not that great. I'm, I bleed purple and gold. They're not that great. You should have not just scored 20 points against LSU. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I don't give a fuck if it's Ed Orgeron season, last season or not, and y'all was trying to hold on to fame. You shouldn't have not just scored 20 points. Well, I mean, I do think that, I mean, I do think there's something to be said about that because, you know, the the players love Ed Orgeron. We know that. He's a he's a, a, a player's coach. And I think there's something to be said about the prospect of, you know, doing it for this coach that, that they love. Correct. Going to Alabama for the last time in their stadium and coming out with a win. That would have been epic. It like, would have been. I think there's something to be said about that. And I think those guys came in there swinging, throwing Hail Marys and haymakers. And, and so that's uh, that's why I gave them so much props when we first started talking about this because like they, they came in they played hard they played their they played their hearts out and I respect that and I think and I'm gonna be honest I think Alabama was like well wait wait a fucking minute what is happening right and it's not the first it's time just important because LSU scored yeah. first mm-hmm. and then they was holding their own like usually Alabama come back swinging bitch we okay you scored seven we gonna score twenty one and it didn't happen you get what I'm saying. And then, mm-hmm. then that fake punt happened. It was like, well, fuck, what is wrong? Yeah. That's what – and I think something clicked. They was like, okay, they ain't going to gonna whip that ass to – you know, we ain't going to whip this ass like, no, we're going to have to f- actually fight for this game. Mm-hmm. So, you're right. I do think that. Um, so, as we see, we are coming around the bend of the last few months of college football and 
Uh, well, NFL got a long ways to go, but uh, we did have some NBA questions, but we will kind of revert those to next week. I had three of those. Um, yeah, we have that next week. Like, yeah, no, I'm just saying. <laughs> remind me next week to throw those in there when we get some NBA talking because I know there's some people that want to hear about the NBA. The season has started. Um, okay. Just that, just to be known. Um, one of them are about the Lakers. Um, the other one's about Kyrie, and the third one is about the Warriors. So, just I wrote them down for us to, to discuss, but we'll do that next week. Anyway, um, so don't scary. worry, fans. The Warriors are scary. The, war- the Lakers are looking like trash. The Lakers are old. <laughs> And Kyrie's crazy. <laughs> Wait, we'll bitch, I'm detail. done. <laughs> we'll, 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 we'll get there in more detail next week. Wait, I I'm I'm just, I'm just spit my drink out there. <laughs> okay, my sister's lost her damn mind, but I love each and every minute of them. <laughs> Kyrie's crazy. In the oven. So, the, anybody else need any more questions answered? We just gonna sum it up in short term for you. That's how we're gonna do questions from now on. That's how no, it's gonna no, work. I'm gonna elaborate farther. I am. I'm just, I'm we are. It's just funny the way she did it. She said, and I repeat, that bitch said the Lakers are old, the Warriors are scary, and Kyrie's crazy. Anything else y'all got? Enough said. Uh, anyway, uh, we have come to an, uh, our favorite part of the night. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, that tickled my soul just now. Because <laughs> she ended it with such affirmation, and Kyrie's crazy. What else you need? <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear Jesus. Okay. All right. <laughs> oh, my sister's retarded. Anyway. Um, we've come to the end where we always get to listen, uh, rant, talk trash, whether sports or non-sports, uh, but another fabulous episode, but it's my favorite part of the night. Uh, she's already tickled my spirit one time. Let's see what the bitch got this time. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, boys and gays, Kitty's rant. <laughs> oh, Lord. I'm going to keep this real quick because we we're, we're already running off for time. Right. And I had a couple of that, you know, to address this week. So I, I'll be more quick. Purdue. Purdue. <laughs> when your only existence in life is to <laughs> ruin other people's hopes and dreams, do better. Ain't they just fucking up everybody else's life? All they do, they just like this. It's just like it's like an ugly stepsister. Like all their only your only goal and your only. <laughs> reason why you're here is just, just like just fuck up other people's prospects uh-huh. it's, it's late <laughs> um i also wanted to uh, like very quickly this damn taunting rule in the nfl has got to I'm go thinking this shit carry on did you see this bullshit the monday night football with with uh what's the cash yes yeah with the steelers i don't uh, so first of all the ref hip checked the player on purpose and it's like let's talk about what would have happened to that player if he hip checked a a coat excuse me a a ref like you talking about fines like you know suspensions all kind of shit and it's like if they they don't do anything about this then I don't know what to tell you because it's just like I mean it's like it, it doesn't make any goddamn sense the players hate the rule the fans hate the rule. It just makes no sense whatsoever to me. I don't. I don't get it. I don't. It's it's entirely too subjective. And then you give you give refs like this the freedom to just be assholes and be in their feelings 
and and they have an excuse to punish players for their own subjective issues. And mm-hmm. I think they just need to get rid of that role. Um, you can barely knock down anybody these days and and get in their face. I thought that's what football was like. They play now. I mean, I mean, it is. I mean, it is. I mean, it's football. Like, I don't know what the, I don't. I don't know what they think that it's going to accomplish. It's like, oh, we're trying to. And all this, honestly, that that rule literally comes from. It stems from that fight last year with Miles Garrett when he took his helmet off and swung it yep, at that uh, airport. Yeah, that literally, that's what the, it's. An overcorrection. I do get. I do understand because that was a very, very bad look for the league. But I feel like this is definitely an overcorrection. It's just it's just doing too much. Um, my last one and the main one, Damon Arnett, cornerback for the Las Vegas Raiders, first round draft pick of the twenty twenty draft, who just got released. I think yeah. this was today. Yeah, he got released today. Released today. And I'm just like, you know, I understand you're young, you're newly rich, you just got some money in your pocket, but why? Why? Do do you have to? If you don't know Sporties, he decided that he was going to post a video of himself brandishing guns and threatening to kill some online troll that was criticizing him for whatever reason. And I'm just like, what is the fucking point you are a millionaire <laughs> with no job now with, with, no, with no job because you've been injured since october and you ain't got shit to do but just be rich and young and 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 and, and muscular and and, and, and work fuck, out to get better no work out, to get, work out to get better and fuck strippers that's all you got to do but no you want to put yourself on on camera brandishing guns like, and for the life of me, I don't understand why these dudes have to have guns. Like you, you're rich. You have an entourage. That's what they're there for. You don't have to carry these things, right? Not just Bobby Carlos do it. <laughs> I just, I just don't get it. I just don't get it. It's like when keeping it real goes too far. Let it go. Okay. You've got so much to lose, which you've learned now the hard way. And it's just not the Zegas of the day for teams to have patience with that sort of thing anymore. And for like, I just don't understand what the fuck are you thinking? Like, if you're going to do silly, ignorant shit like that, why do you feel the need to put it on camera? Camera. Why? (laughs) Just don't understand. You said it earlier, two words, young and stupid. Uh, Now we're young, stupid and unemployed. Hello, I've been, young and, I've been young and dumb before, but I do. I I knew understand the importance of a check. Right. I um, love my coins, honey, bitch. I let me shut the fuck up. <laughs> I love my. I love to spend them too. Uh, I I always understood that shit. Hell, I know where my coins were coming from. I wasn't fucking with that. So mm, yeah, yeah. yeah. I. Mm, yeah, I saw that today and I read it. And you know my favorite, you know what Samore says best. You know? mm-hmm. Yep. We, I, you I, know, I'm know what I'm talking about. about. I know what you're going to say. I'm not going to let you say it right now. But I know no, that. I know, <laughs> but you know what I mean. But it is exactly that. Um, 
these young brothers get this money and we just you have access to shit that folks probably could only dream of having access to and you decide that today is a good I, you woke up and chose violence that's what you did i believe it there <laughs> you woke up and chose violence absolutely and now your ass is unemployed and wondering if you will probably you probably will but it's gonna be a long road for you to do so and you know what you know what honestly like you know five ten years ago i would have said that with confidence like oh he'll be fine he'll be back it's a different day and yeah, teams, that's the best are, that's someone younger and much better than you flying out the gate. Right. And teams are not willing to open themselves up to that risk and exposure of 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 taking on the trouble that comes with this. I mean, because like the people just don't want that in their locker room. No, no, it's a different day. Like it's like it's, there's there there are there are becoming it's a time now where there are consequences to these things and teams aren't interested in that. And I don't blame them. Uh-uh. I, 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 look, well, we had who that rises up, pray for you, brother. I don't know what to tell you about that one, honey. I mean, yeah. somebody, some, you, if you had a friend in that group, somebody should told your ass not to do that. Right. Uh, look, that's what, that's so, what these look, folks if need. So, if y'all wasn't so afraid of our gay asses, I would be the one to be like, hey, hey, hey. Um, what are you doing? <laughs> Sit your ass down. Sit your ass down. Uh-uh, <laughs> no. What you're not about to do is that. <laughs> right. Get your ass to that gym over there. Put it, go pick up a barbell or something. Go do that. Ain't played no. a football game since October. Right. You too cool. You could. You too cool to have a gay friend. But trust me, a gay <laughs> friend would have pulled you aside. Like, hey, hey, sit your ass down. Turn that camera off. Why do you have this fucking gun? Right. <laughs> fucking look, look, Kenny. Fucking up our mind. Sit down. <laughs> Fuck that! Wait, what is you doing? <laughs> you know, it couldn't have been me, huh? Excuse me, sir, sir, sir. I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm. Mm-hmm. You asking? Mm-hmm. Is we getting ready to fuck up our money? <laughs> <laughs> just asking. So I can, so I can make plans and reparations, to make my exit. Or do you need to sit the fuck down like normal people? You look bored. Do you need something to do? Okay. Oh Lord. Because your twenty seconds look, bitch. Videos on on Instagram is thirty seconds, so thirty seconds got you unemployed. Got it. Noted. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, well, ladies and gentlemen, boys and gays, and all things in between, we have come to another fabulous episode of our show. Um, um, next week, I'm sure there'll be more shit from our reigning queen of shade. She has not stopped. I don't think she will. This eight look. There's eight more weeks left in this season. I doubt. <laughs> She is not taking her bow yet. She may go on a hiking <laughs> expedition or some shit. Who knows? We, we're just we're, we're just gonna roll with it. Um, I think like smoking peyote like out in right. <laughs> By the time she play football again, she might look like a lumberjack for real. Bitch, who knows? Um, but next week we will have more college talk. Of course, more CFPs. There probably be some upsets. Um, we'll talk about the NFL, of course. And for those of you that sent us our questions again, we will get to them. We know it's early in the season, so we will talk about some NBA. Of course, the three questions that were sent in, we have not forgotten. On behalf of myself, uh, Glenn Reeves, and my good sister, Kenny Ray, you do know where to find us. You have been doing so quite well over the last few months, and we love it. I um, love it. Love it. We will post my saying about Colin Kaepernick and uh, Aaron Rodgers being the best scientist. That will go up. Make a comment. Say what you wish. Like it. We love it. Um, 
I was going to, I forgot something else, but I think I'll remember it next week. But on, like I said, every week we say the exact same thing. Sports is for everybody, including you. Good night, everybody.